and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about taking charitable actions. I, uh, it's, uh, we usually don't record on Fridays, but we're recording this on a Friday, and it's dark outside, and that's oh. my excuse for any um, <laughs> brain malfunction that's detectable <laughs> as we record this. So I'm not 100% here, I don't think. It's been a long week. <laughs> yeah, this is not when we usually record, but it's what works this week, right? That's right. It'll yeah. be great. Yes, yes. And I am, uh, today is the day that I do my uh, weekly charitable activity at the pediatric intensive care unit at our local um, university hospital. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm sort of, I've got this on the mind, thinking about helping and how to help and how it can be really easy to get caught up in perfectionism and then not do anything. Right, not do anything at all. How did you find your um, volunteer gig? Well, a friend of mine um, who I think listens to the podcast sometimes, hi, Patty. She, um, She was doing it. She was a kindergarten teacher for years and then took a leave and and she started doing it and she would post about it and every time she posted I thought that looks amazing I wonder if Uh I could do that and um I had been volunteering with an organization in Oregon called smart start making a reader today where I would spend an hour um, a half an hour with uh each with two different kids and would read to them or let them read to me or whatever. And, and I would have the same kids for a school year. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they would have that consistency throughout the year once a week, which I really loved. I, um, did that until the pandemic. Um, and then I really missed it. And I kept seeing this stuff from Patty, and and then when they reopened the volunteering there, I talked to her about it and decided to um, apply and go through the whole training process and stuff so I could do it. Well, that's a great example of making it easy to find a place to volunteer, right? Because it yes. that, in and of itself, of all the things you could do, um, and then you know, figuring out what you might want to do and then there figuring out which places you might be able to do it. That's a lot that's overwhelming and would definitely yeah. uh, be more challenging than just then seeing a friend doing something that sounds really appealing and finding out how to go about applying. Not that it, I know it wasn't like it was effortless. You had to apply and, you know, it was a whole process because they're not oh, just yeah. anybody in the, <laughs> in the neonatal. It was like, a, it was like a two month process yeah. to 
um, apply and get approved and background check. And then I had to do like all this onboarding training and, and uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot to it, but it was totally worth it because I really love it. And um, I feel like, you know, the time that I'm there, I'm really helping people. I'm helping the patients and their families and the staff. And I feel like I'm making a difference um, Mm -hmm. and really helping them. So it feels really good. Yeah, and it's just great that you got to um, bypass all the uncertainty about where to volunteer. Right, because right. of Patty's thing, because um, that really is that can be really tricky uh, to figure out, and it's really hard yes. to take action when you don't even know how to go about deciding how you want to act. Right, right, and I think that's one of the things to think about is you know if you have time available that you want to volunteer to think about you know what things do you enjoy that. Um, you know, could be of service to someone, or what, um, what, what's the word I want, um, causes are really important to you that you want to support, like, Mm -hmm. you really need something driving it, whether Mm -hmm. it's the cause is the primary driver for you to want to help, or the, um, you know, what service you have to offer. Right. And I maybe with the kind of conditions you want to work in and um, mm-hmm. just any, any filters you can apply to help uh, narrow it down. I know like for me, I um, know I'm right now not going leaving. I'm not leaving the house to volunteer uh, anywhere, but mm-hmm. um, I am doing my you know postcards to voters, which is just the super easy thing for me to do. Fits right into my sedentary lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but when I have more time and when you know life gets settles down a little bit, I would like to. Now that we're post pandemic, I would like to try to get out more and help. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not sure where or how. Or, or Barry's going to retire soon, and I was just thinking yesterday. Gosh, I wonder if he might want to re- volunteer somewhere in his retirement. Yeah. 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 So he'll have um, to listen to this episode. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, there, and there are so many different ways to volunteer. Um, like you said, you do the postcards to voters. I always sort of, I don't, I don't really think about it as volunteering, but I do, um, texting for text banking, um, which happens pretty much year round, even when there isn't an election. Cause you know, I texted about, uh, COVID vaccines and I texted about, um, Gosh, all different kinds of things like health services. I've texted about um, uh, lots of voting things, of course, political things. But um, there, there's all different kinds of things that are are going on all the time. So if you know if you want to support something but don't want to leave your home, there's that's ways to do that yeah um, and, and I say hats off to you for doing that because that's a two-way communication it and is and I oh, I much prefer my one-way communication <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say I've had some really amazing conversations with people and um and have I mean there have been situations where like strange things have sort of come up and I've been able to help people yeah. that's nice um, 
which always feels really good. Oh, yeah. I got yeah, it. That's a uh, reinforcing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Rather than getting nasty rams back from people who well, don't I get those too, but I ignore yeah. them. Right. <laughs> I got a postcard in the mail, not from the postcard devoters group, but it was, which I'm waiting for one day to get one of those, but it was from the candidate's mother. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that was that. And that had an impact. Yeah, I bet it did. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, as we're coming into the uh, into another election, there's a lot of political things um, from local to national that that uh, could use volunteers. Um, And, you know, the nonprofits always need help. Um, so there, there's a there's a lot of options there, and <clears throat> you know it's like the OHSU, the, the hospital where I volunteer. It was a, it's a pretty big commitment to you know sort of work through all of that, and they want you to commit to to volunteering for six months to do one four hour shift a week for six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of places. I think they're just happy to get any help they can. So, you know, you might try out a few places before you commit to something more regularly. Right, or donate donate time at a special event or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I was just, what is it? Oh, a friend of mine uh, volunteers at the uh, theater here where there are big concerts or, 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 oh, or plays, like that's where I saw Hamilton, and um, she gets to stay for the show. If she oh yeah I saw that yeah. you can like sign up to be a volunteer usher yeah that's what she she does so um, that's I mean there's it's definitely there's definitely so many benefits to volunteering um, not uh, it's not a one-way street there right so you get to know right. people you get to I mean it can be a very great uh, way to meet people uh, depending mm-hmm. on where for volunteering for a nonprofit or for an event yeah that's a great idea um, and I think this that perfectionism can get in the way of donating goods too, not just your time, but you know, donating stuff. So so true. It's I see it all the time in my clients, and a lot of people will um, never get around to. They'll go to the effort to let go. Of, I mean, to decide to let go of something, but it gets so hard to actually do the donation if you're looking for the perfect place to donate it, um, like separating out your donations in the various categories for various places. And I know that mm-hmm. I always urge people to just, you know, especially if you're doing a big clean out, do go to a one-stop shop where they will welcome all, all of this stuff, your clothes and right. your housewares or, or whatever. Um, I mean, if you want to get really specialized and you actually do it, great. But um, yeah. I find what I see in in people is that <laughs> that this stuff stays in the bags and the boxes instead of actually leaving the house. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I had to overcome that on more than one occasion and just take it to the place where I can drop it all off and be done with it as opposed to like, oh, well, you know, maybe I should take this here. Maybe I should take this there. Wait, that's not the... And the next thing you know, I just have bags of donated goods 
that I'm looking back through to see if maybe there's something in uh-huh. there I want to keep. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's, we always like to take our clients' donations with us so that doesn't yes. happen. Yeah, it's so easy, though, to have that happen. So, yeah, letting go of perfectionism there, I think, is I just trust. I just trust that it's going to get into the hands of somebody who can use it. And it doesn't, you know, needy people or not even, you know, people who would be happy to receive or buy this stuff um, can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be dressed for success if it's clothes that would look good in a job interview, although that's great. Right. If it's, if it's easy. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing is, you know, what, whatever, however easy it needs to be to get done, let it be that easy. <laughs> right. Um, and I think that goes to, you know, monetary donations, too. I was just thinking about that. We have a really great thing in Oregon where um, we have a organization called the Cultural Trust. And if you donate to different organizations that fall under this Cultural Trust umbrella, um, <clears throat> they will match your donation, Oh, wow. And yeah. And so that helps us sort of narrow down who we support um, because, you know, we want to be able to give that extra. So, you know, it's we and there's a lot of organizations under that umbrella. But, you know, just sort of not stressing about it too much. But, you know, we like the art museum. We like the public radio station. We like the... Um, theater that we pre-pandemic had season tickets to (laughs) um so you know just making making those donations easier too and um uh trusting like you said that that whatever you just whatever you end up doing will be useful and helpful right will help somebody and what i like about the Mm -hmm. cultural trust concept is presumably I mean, it narrows down the, the, the options, which is always helpful. Right. And also anybody who's fallen under that umbrella probably you know is a deserving institution. Right. So you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But, but donating to the best place that makes its best use of its money. Yeah. Although there are there is a, a website, I can't remember what it's called. Do you happen to remember? that Where you can research non-profits yeah like is it charity navigator i don't know but it's something like that we'll find it and put it in the show notes but that's sort of the opposite of what i'm suggesting (laughs) i know you're spending so much trying not to spend too much time um uh researching the very best places i guess is what i'm saying but if you want to spend your time that way well i'm i'm i just brought that up in terms of um to to get a a quick overview so you're not like worried about it as opposed to going to try to find the best place but like oh i want to give money to this thing let me just check and make sure that it's you know not a total boondoggle a quick confirmation right yeah yeah right yeah it sounds good yeah so we would love to hear from your from your listeners (laughs) from (laughs) we would love to hear from you our listeners how do you make choices about 
taking charitable action. You can let us know on Facebook or Instagram at Getting to Good Enough. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. You can head over to gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment in the show notes, or you can call 413-424-GTGE, that's 4843, and leave us a voice message. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I have a couple of bags of stuff that I need to go put in my car and take away now. I have one too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll do it together. Okay.